Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our phone number is 219-902-0369. Our worship hours is on Sundays at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is Tuesdays at 7 p.m. As well as our Sunday school, which comes on Fridays at 7 p.m. as well. Um, all of those are live. And you can see us on Facebook. Um, also, please check out our Twitter and our Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. If you would like to donate or be a part of Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries, go to our website where you will see everything that we do there. Uh, you can reach us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C dot slash 10 of meeting. And if you would like to email us or talk to us, email us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C at yahoo.com. Now back to our service. Welcome to 10 of meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons and we are located in Maryville, Indiana. And today we're going to be in the book of Ephesians 5. Amen. Right? Amen. Good scriptures today. We were talking about last week unity in the body. Uh -huh. And understanding that the body only goes one way and that's up. Right? So this week we're going to be talking about walking in love. And Ephesians 5 and 1, and it starts out, Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. Be imitators of God. Now, how do we imitate God? <laughs> right? God shows us in His Word on what to do through his son Jesus Christ right? That's right Jesus walked this earth and gave us great examples of what to do what not to do how to cast out demons how to pray for folks right, right? Mm -hmm. he gave us all of these different uh, examples so we have to be imitators of God because Jesus is an imitator of him so why do we if God says be imitators of him why do we have to follow Jesus Christ well as we read Acts 4 and 12 it says and there is salvation in no one else Right? Mm -hmm. For there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. There is no other name that you can call on besides Christ. That's right. Now, God gave Jesus this mandate. So, as we are imitators of God, as his beloved children, we are going to follow what God say do. And two says, walk in love as Christ loved us and gave us himself, gave himself up for us. A fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Jesus sacrificed his life on the cross. Just as we look and we move forward. We look back on the Old Testament and we see how they sacrificed lambs. Well, Jesus was the sacrificial lamb. That's right. Right? Right. So there is no need for sacrificing of lambs anymore because the sacrificial lamb, the sacrificial lamb, Jesus Christ, has already done that. Therefore, there is no reason to do that anymore because it has already come to pass. That was the time that they did that because Jesus hadn't come yet. 
and it was an example of him coming. But now he has came and risen. It's no need for that anymore. Now all we have to do is repent. Walking in love is following Jesus' example. All of the things that he asked us to do, and he tells us in the scriptures, and as we follow scripture, that is us walking in love. Understanding that God is love. Now, when you understand that God is love, you can look at the scripture as walking in God. Three says, but sexual immorality and all impurities or covetedness must not even be named among you as is proper among saints. Mm -hmm. Sexual immoralities, impurities. What's an impurity besides a sexual immorality? And when we look at sexual immorality, we think of impure acts. Do you know you can have impure thoughts? Mm -hmm. Right. Your thought process can be all wrong. That's right. And it doesn't have to be of a sexual nature. Okay. It's just like when we talk about lust of the flesh. That doesn't always mean sexual. Mm -hmm. The lust of the flesh can be anything that you lust after. That your flesh wants. That's right. It doesn't have to be another man or a woman. Right. It can be money. It can be power. All impurities, all of these things are not of God. The sexual immorality, impurities, or covetousness. When you covet something, you just want it all the time. This is all you want. Mm -hmm. You'll see hoarders do this kind of thing. Yeah. You just covet everything. Mm -hmm. You just see something that you want it. I need one of those. You don't need nothing. <laughs> We do that. Yeah. You know? You ever always say you need something and then once you get it, you don't need it no more? You end up giving it away. Right. 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 Exactly. That's true. Flesh wants everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and these things must not be named among us. It's not proper among the saints mm -hmm. to covet. You can't be teaching and preaching and, and, and living a life of, of uh, in Christ, a life in Christ, and have these things among you. Mm -hmm. Right? For it says, let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking. Now, these are scriptures. Right. Like, no filthiness. You ever make, you know, filthy jokes? Mm. Filthiness. Mm. No foolish talk. Just talking crazy. Just talking. Yes. Saying <laughs> any old crazy stuff. Just talking. Just talking. Mm. You ever know people like that? Mm. And, and when, they, when you see them, you're like, oh, I don't want them talking to me today. I ain't going Try not to even look at them because you know they're going to come up to you saying some crazy stuff. <laughs> None of that. If you haven't experienced that, you probably the one dark and crazy. <laughs> everybody avoid. <laughs> you the one everybody really avoid. You. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> oh, I ain't experienced that. I was wondering why everybody keep running away every time I come around. Because <laughs> it's you. Oh my goodness. Talking crazy. Just saying any other thing. Seriously, no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking. You heard people's crude jokes. You know, it's not cool. To joke about things in, in the church. And we do that. And we allow that. And, and we see it. 
people make fun of the church all the time. You see it on Facebook and YouTube and, mm -hmm. and, and, and Twitter and all these different places and everybody. And you see church folks just laughing, cracking up at it. It's not funny. No. Your spirituality is not a joke. We got Christian comedians coming in, and they're gonna, why? What? If, what? Mm -mm. You got some people coming in to laugh and joke and talk about your spirituality and what you believe in. That's not cool. But because they put Christian in front of it, that makes it okay. Right? They're Christian rappers. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Christian comedians. Mm -hmm. We going out tonight to the Christian bar. Oh wait. Okay. So you going to a bar where there's a whole bunch of Christians meeting in the middle of the night? To do what? <laughs> and we do these things and say these things and justify them. Right. According to what scripture though? Right. There will be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place. Mm -hmm. But instead, let there be thanksgiving. Instead of talking about folks and doing all of these things, help somebody. That's right. Right? Mm -hmm. Five. For you may be sure of this, that everyone who is sexual immoral or impure or who is covetous, that is an idler, idolater, has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words. And people talk all intelligent, but everything they say don't mean nothing. You'll hear a lot about this in a lot of different religions. A lot of different beliefs. That has nothing to do with Christ. But it sounds good as they philosophize to you about absolutely nothing. Because yeah. everything they say ain't going to lead you straight to hell. That's why God tells us to read this word for ourselves so we can put the word up against whatever we are being told. And if it don't match up, it's garbage. Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Nobody wants the wrath of God on them. That's right. Not from disobeying God and believing something man said that was crazy. 7 says, Therefore, do not become partners with them. And that's one thing that we do too much. We have too many friends that are not in Christ. We have too many people that we hang around that don't care nothing about your spirituality. They don't, they're not even in the same religion as you. But these are who we hang out with. Why? They're not nourishing your soul at all. They're not going the way that you want them to go anyway. Yeah. So what's the point? And all you're going to do is confuse yourself. Yeah. Do not become partners with them. Well, we need to walk with them. I mean, you know, 
I remember how the Pope was trying to bring all of the different Christians together, Baptist people together, and all these different religions. They was all in this one place. And they have brought all of these different religions together, and everybody's like, oh, all of these different religions together. And it's so nice to have all of these people together. But y'all don't believe the same thing. No. It's just a crowd of people. But when y'all get down to what the belief is, everybody's on a different page. Yes, so what's the point of having all of those people together when they're not doing any each other any good? They're not going to change for you, and you're not going to change for them. Now, you can know these people. It's not, it's not a problem with knowing them. And, but why are you hanging out with them? It says, well, don't be partners with them. It didn't say you can be friends with them, but don't be partners with them. Well, come on and go to our mosque or our synagogue and you go and you go why that's not your belief we do too much don't become partners with them for at one time you were darkness but now you are light in the Lord Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the light is found in all that is good and right and true. If you are supposed to be in the Lord, walk like you in the Lord. That's right. Too many Christians or too many people in Christ say that they are in Christ but they don't act like it. Yeah, I'm a Christian, but you don't, you don't, you don't walk like one. You don't walk like you're in Christ. You're not walking like Jesus is walking. Yeah. This is why our our. <laughs> this is why our religion gets so much bad press because there are too many people that say that they are in Christ and they call themselves Christians and they really are not. I mean, you'll see them on Facebook getting ordained as ministers and all of this stuff, and then a couple weeks later, you see them cursing out somebody on Facebook. Right. Wow. Mm -hmm. You go to their live feed, you know, because I'm going to tell you, you want to know if these people are real? Mm -hmm. And God, and the scripture tells you to see, by the, you know these folks by the fruits of their labor. Mm -hmm. You go to these Facebook pages, they got all kind of, and, and see, this doesn't even mean just them, but it's the people that they hang around. Mm -hmm. And this is the fruits of you. Those are the true fruits of your labor. It's not just only you. It's the people that you hang around. And you'll go to these Facebook pages, and they got all kind of gay people on there and all of this stuff mm -hmm. and cursing and people saying all kind of crazy stuff. And then you will see where they were laughing at whatever was said. It's garbage. Yeah. Your spirituality mm -hmm. needs to be better than that. Mm -hmm. Because you're called to a higher calling. Mm -hmm. Because you are in Christ Jesus. That's right. But we take our spirituality as a joke. Mm -hmm. It's not funny to be in Christ. It's not funny when somebody jokes about being in Christ. Mm -hmm. right. Your soul is at stake. That's right. That's right. Somewhere along the line, you have to draw a line. Yes. As a believer in Christ, 
Show yourself approved. Like the scripture says, walk as a child of God. Then it says, for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. Mm -hmm. And the fruit of darkness is found in everybody else. That's right. Then says, and try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. When did we stop pleasing the Lord? We're too busy trying to please ourselves. We're too busy trying to please ourselves and we want God to please us, but we don't want to do what's pleasing to Him. Eleven says, Take no part in unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. You see these things that are going on? Don't join them. Right. Expose them. Mm -hmm. Don't laugh with them. That's right. Don't be a part of them. That's right. If you call yourself being in Christ, Twelve says, for it is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret. Now he's not talking about when you say, well, man, you know, you see what they did? He's talking about when you speak in secret, when you say, man, yeah, I remember I used to do that. Mm. And you glorify it in secret. Glorifying all of these bad things in secret. Mm. Yeah, man, because you know, you know what I used to do. What's the matter with you? Wow. <laughs> That's my testimony. Mm. When are you going to move on, though? Mm. Everybody has something that they gain from. And, and they got away from and they became, it became your testimony to tell it. But sometimes your testimony, it's not what you told, it's how you told it. Right. And how you keep telling it. Mm. Jesus, you know, I got delivered from that stuff because you know me, man. You remember what I used to do. Sound like you still want to do it. Why are you still glorifying? Right. It's shameful, it says. Mm -hmm. To glorify that mess in secret. You got delivered from it. Shouldn't even want to talk about it. That's right. Testimonies are supposed to be something that you didn't came out of. Not something you keep constantly talking about because it's so good to talk about it. Mm. That's right. Right? That's right. Thirteen. But when anything is exposed by light, it becomes visible. You understand that? So when you're telling your testimony, but you're glorifying all of the bad parts in it, mm -hmm. the people that are of light, they see it. Mm -hmm. And now it's exposed, the truth about it. Right. Did you hear how he was talking about that? He's still there. Yeah. Now they're watching you for a whole different reason. Right. Fourteen. 
For anything that becomes visible is light. Mm -hmm. Therefore, it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Look carefully, then, how you walk. Not as unwise, but as wise. Remember how the scriptures tell you when you uh, get ready to uh, have communion? Say, examine yourself. That's right. Don't be scared to examine yourself. Mm -hmm. For you to fix your mess, you have to know you a mess. <laughs> yeah, right. So when you look in the mirror, you need to see the mess. That's right. Making the best use of the time because the days are evil. He said, look carefully then how you walk. Not as unwise, but as wise. Don't look on the top of it. Oh yeah, well, you know what we did today at church. Everything went well. That's over the top. I'm not talking about the unwise. Everybody can see that. I'm talking about the wise. What was in your heart while you was doing it? Examine yourself for real. Right. Were you into the service? Were you into the prayer that you prayed? Mm -hmm. When you prayed for the person, did you believe the prayer that you prayed for them? When somebody prayed for you, did you believe the prayer that they prayed for you? That's right. Examine yourself. Don't lie to yourself, because that's dumb. Deceiving yourself is going to lead you to hell for no reason. So true. Seventeen. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Don't be a fool. Understand what the will of the Lord is. And the only way you're going to understand the will of the Lord is if you have a relationship with the Lord. Your relationship with the Lord is going to determine how much you understand Him. And how, how much you understand how He works in your life. And do not get drunk with wine. For that is debauchery. But be filled with the Spirit. Don't be drunk with wine. Don't be drunk with all of the stuff that you see out here. Don't be drunk with all of the stuff that you see in the church. Be filled with the Spirit. It says addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing, all of that is all praise and worship. That's right. Addressing one another in psalms. It's a lot of songs in psalms, right? Mm -hmm. And then it says and hymns and spiritual songs. It's psalms, it's hymns, and it's spiritual songs. That's right. Singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. Reading the scriptures and psalms. Understanding psalms. Not just psalms, the scriptures, but mm -hmm. having this stuff in your heart. That's right. And hymns, singing songs to the Lord. And then singing spiritual songs. Songs that hit your heart so hard, it's just, this song is between you and the Lord. <laughs> you ever had that when you were in church and you're just singing and, and that song that you're singing is just, you just know in your heart that that's just you and the Lord talking. Yes. <laughs> yes, I mean. 
this song feels the way I feel about you, God. So when we read 20, it says, giving thanks always and for everything. We give him thanks always and for everything. Always and everything, that's a continuation. That means that never stops. To God, the Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Submitting to one another. Which means you're going in together and y'all on the same page. Mm -hmm. 22. Wives, submit to your husbands. As to the Lord. Wives, submit to your husbands. As to the Lord. Just as you submit to the Lord, you submit to your husband. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. You see how marriage is an example of Christ and the church being united. Right. You see that? Yeah. This is why when they ask, is there a marriage in heaven? And Jesus says, no, there is no marriage in heaven. Because marriage down here is an example of God being wedded to the people, us, his people. But once we are wedded together, once God is back with his people, there's no need for the example anymore. Right. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as the Christ, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body and himself its Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. And there's too many wives that don't submit to their husbands. And the churches, which means your household, mm -hmm. is falling apart. Mm -hmm. You want to reach a certain level, but you never get there. Mm -hmm. Because you have a problem with submission, because you're too strong. Mm -hmm. You believe that you do it all yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm the end all, be all of everything. My question to you is, why did you get a husband if you don't want to submit to him? Mm. Mm. Husbands are not toys. That's right. You're just going to go pick up one because you want one. Right. <laughs> 25, in like fashion, husbands love your wives. Now, God says in the first one, wives, submit to your husbands. Why? Because he understands that submitting, a wife submitting to her husband is the issue that they have. Mm -hmm. Husbands, love your wives. He said, love your wives. He didn't ask the wives to do that because he already knows the wives will love their husbands. Mm -hmm. The problem they have is submitting to them. Right. Husbands, love your wives. Why? Because... He'll do anything for her, but it's hard for him to say, I love you. Right. Right. Too many times as a pastor, I hear how many men feel like that the woman is not, she's not treating him with respect. Mm -hmm. Which means she's not submitting. He's asking her to do stuff, she don't want to do it. She's doing her own thing. Oh, yeah. Wow. When I talk to the wives, they say the same thing about the husbands. But they don't say it that way. They just say, he don't love me no more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why this is in the scripture. Husbands love your wives because this is the biggest issue husbands have. Mm 
right. and wives submit to your husband because that's the biggest problem they have. They won't submit. Now you have a husband that won't, that don't love her, and you have a woman that don't submit. How is that working at all? Husband, love your wives as Christ loves the church and gave himself up for her. That he might sanctify her. Now, you're supposed to sanctify your wife. Pick her up. Put her there. Right. Wives, you have to want to submit to be there. That's right. I can't sanctify you if you fighting me. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Right. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. You got husbands that love their wives, but their wives won't submit. So he's like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put her up there, but she won't, she won't submit. She won't sit still. You got wives that's willing to submit, but their husbands don't love them. Yeah. They out there doing everything mm -hmm. with everybody. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Now, why is all of this important? We just talked about the body of Christ last week. Now, if you can't get your whole, your own household in order, mm -hmm. how are you going to be in the body of Christ when your body at home? Is all dysfunctional. Right. You can't be part of that body if this body that God gave you, your personal immediate body, is in shambles. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to try to join into the body? With your house in shambles? Mm -hmm. With your non-submitive self? Mm -hmm. can't submit and your husband don't love you and he a deacon. Right. You love everybody but your wife? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The woman in the church submit to everybody but her husband? Wow. You can get her to go to church and do anything, but when her husband asks her to do something? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's mess. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah. You see that? Mm -hmm. You can't submit to your husband at home, baby. Everybody call you to come to church and do this. Oh, you all in for that. Mm -hmm. You can come to church. You can get in the praise team. You can get in the choir. You can get in this. You can go to work. You can do all that stuff. Your husband, can I get something to eat? Fix it yourself. Man. <laughs> 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 hey. Husband, a deacon in the church, he love everybody but his wife. Mm -hmm. Loving on everybody but his wife. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. We got to do better than that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what kind of household where you got your husband going to one church and the wife go to another church? Mm. Yeah, that's, that's mess too. And both of y'all call yourselves leaders in the church. Right. Stop. Stop. She a prophetess or an evangelist or something like that. And she 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 doing all of this extra work and he a deacon over here on at another church. Mm. Now they both doing church work separately. Yeah. And have convinced themselves and justified themselves in doing it. That's not being in the body. That he might sanctify her. Having cleansed her by the washing of the water with the word. Now, this is where we get into this stuff at. But what's wrong with her going to her church? What's wrong with him going to this church? Because you wash with the word. The word don't tell you to do that. Right.
The word will tell you, don't be away from your wife or your husband too long. That's right. Because you leave room for the devil to come in. That's, That's right. what scripture say. That's right. That's why y'all can't be in separate churches. <laughs> right. Because you're supposed to be washed in the word, right? Right. That's word. That's right. 27, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing. Now, Jesus is going to present the church to God with a, without a spot or wrinkle. Can you say that about your household as a man? Can you present your church to Christ, your household to Christ without a spot or a wrinkle? Your wife listen to you? Well, here, here's the thing. <laughs> That's a spot and a wrinkle. Spot and a wrinkle. When you ask somebody a question and they can't say yes or no, and they have a whole, well, here's, here's the thing. You know, mm -hmm. they got to get into a whole explanation. Mm -hmm. No, it's not right. Right. You can't give me a yes or no. It ain't that cut and dry. Yes, it is. You either doing it or you're not. True. Mm. Now, he says, without spark or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. Mm -hmm. As a man, you're supposed to be able to. Present your wife holy without blemish. Right. Which means you're supposed to be able to do like Christ and go to God. And God, because Christ is going to present the church to God without question, without blemish, knowing that it's holy mm -hmm. with confidence. Right? Right. That just, you know, you have to be able to present your household. Can you present your household to Christ with confidence mm -hmm. that it's holy? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, we're we doing the best we can. We. Oh. <laughs> are you doing the best you can? Or are you living holy? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, we, day by day, one day at a time. One day at a time, you know. <laughs> Climbing up the rough side of the mountain. Mm. You went up the rough side on purpose? Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then you see spots and wrinkles everywhere. Everywhere. You ever tried to make up your bed and you just can't get all the wrinkles out? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know how you try to smooth it out and make it look pretty, mm -hmm. and then it's just wrinkles, and then you fix that when another one wrinkle come up. It's just you can't fix all the wrinkles. Right. What do you need to fix wrinkles? Anybody in the church? What do you need to fix wrinkles? An iron. An iron. What does the Bible say? Iron sharpens iron. Yes. yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Now, if you're sharpening each other as a married couple, mm -hmm. there are no wrinkles. <laughs> right. If you are washing yourself in that washing machine, there are no spots. Awesome. <laughs> you do that for each other. Right. One person don't carry the whole load. It's not fair. Right. It's not right. Everybody had their days. Mm -hmm. You know. But how many days you gonna have in a row? Yeah. Twenty-eight. In the same way, husbands should love their wives. As their own bodies. 
Husbands, love your wives as, your, as their own bodies. Just like you love your body, you're supposed to love your wife. That's right. You're not supposed to love your wife thinking about somebody else's body. Uh-oh. With your body. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. Husband should. It's a should. That's right. Why does it say should love? Because they don't. They should love their wives as their own bodies. Mm-hmm. He who loves his wife loves himself. Mm-hmm. Why? Right. Because if you love your wife, you you love yourself. Which means you love your own soul. Because that's what God called you to do. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? That means if you don't, if, if you don't love your wife... You don't love yourself. Yeah. Alright, that's right. 29. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it. Nourishes it and cherishes it. This is how you're supposed to do your wife. You nourish her. You cherish her. That's right. Now, wives, when your husband is nourishing and cherishing, be thankful. Right. How many wives thank their husbands on a daily? Mm. How many wives give their husbands a, attaboy, you're doing a great job. You know, that's the respect that the husbands are looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just want to be appreciated. But when your husband is going all out and beyond what he's supposed to do, and you just blow it off like that's what he's supposed to do. That's not cool. Right. And then when he walk away, you're like, what happened? You happened. Right. No one hated his own flesh. Nourish and cherish. Cherish it just as Christ does the church. We have to nourish, we have to cherish. As husbands, that's our job. Cherish our wives, we nourish them. When you do that, they have no problem submitting to you. Women, when you submit to your husband, and these are Christian men. I'm not talking about the women that have, they in Christ and then your husband ain't in Christ. He don't even go to church with you. I'm I'm not talking about that. That's a whole different thing. This is talking about a Christian man, you know, a person that's in Christ, male and female, they marry. Right. Notice I said male and female and they marry. Right. That's true marriage. Right. That's right. Thirty thirty says, because we are members of his body. We are members of his body. Now, we have to act this way. We have to nourish and cherish these women. Right? Because it says, as Christ does the church. Because we are members of his body. Men, we have to nourish and cherish the women because they are members of our family. They second in command under you. That's right. 
31 says, Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Right. I heard an older couple say, we are, we, we're not one flesh. He got his own life, and I got my own life. Mm. We are two people. <laughs> <laughs> these, are, these are people in Christ now. Yeah. We don't read the scriptures enough. Right. We don't understand what that means. Mm -hmm. She wasn't playing either. We are two people. Two. We're two separate people. Two. Yeah. Not one flesh. Right. And, and too many people have relationship marriages where they live in separate lives and they, there's no oneness there at all. Y'all ain't on the same page at all. No. But y'all living together and trying to make it work some kind of way. When you are one in your relationship, that means that you, male, female, and God are on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. Not just you and your husband or you and your wife. It's you, your wife, or your husband. And God. All on the same page together. Because you and your husband. Are following God's word. Because you see that. In this relationship. In this marriage. God's word is the only thing that matters. Now when the man knows that. And the female knows that. And you working that thing together with God is going to work. But when you leave God out, if one of these three are left out, it's going to fall apart. You as the wife, you have a husband, he not in Christ, you going to church, he ain't going nowhere. But you have this relationship with God, it's just you and God, but the man ain't thinking about going to church. That's not going to work. No. Or the man, he going to church and his wife doing everything and you see her on Facebook and she just doing the most. <laughs> but you a deacon in the church and you doing all of this and you got the relationship with God and your wife and you just, that's not going to work. No. Even if you and your wife are on the same page but you leave God out. Mm -hmm. It's going to fall apart. Right. Ananias and Sapphira found that out. Mm -hmm. They was on the same page. With the same lie. Mm -hmm. Right? Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound and I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. Now as you become one one flesh with your husband and wives you know, your wife with your husband and your husband with your wife, you become one flesh. Right. He's saying this is the example of how we become one in the body of Christ. Because right. once you are functioning as Christ does because he's the head, you're the body, we are one. So the example of being married is the man is the head, the wife is the body. Mm -hmm. And you are functioning as one. That's right. The problem comes when the woman don't want to be the body and she wants to be the head. Mm -hmm. And in some cases the, the woman is the head and the man is the body. That's backwards. Oh, yeah. 
That's not what God told you to do. The first thing that God told Adam is because you listen to your wife, this is why you're in trouble. Right. I put you in charge. Right. And we do. As men, we try to please our wives all the time. But we can't please our wives to a point where we the first scripture. Mm. We can't go against scripture to, to, to do that. That's right. We see how <laughs> we see how much problems Ahab had right. with Jezebel. Yeah. When you let her run the house, she was running the kingdom. Thirty-three says, however, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. And it's reiterated right at the end, because the man loving his wife and the woman respecting her husband is the two biggest issues that they both have with one another. We cannot allow ourselves to get outside ourselves. Because at the end of the day, when loving your husband, submitting to your husband, and respecting your wife, and loving your wife, all of those things is still you both submitting to one another. to submit to him. He don't submit to me. Yes, he did. He married you. That's right. He didn't have to do that. Nope. He could have said no. I walked away. And men, these women, y'all have to submit. Men, you're going to have to grow a backbone. Yeah. And tell these women no. Yeah. Stop being yes men in your own home. That's right. Cause that is not what God told you to do. That's right. Run your household. Sometimes she gotta she gotta hear no. You're right. She'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you. We thank you for these scriptures today. and We thank you for uh, allowing us to see in Ephesians through Paul and his writings that we must love one another in our relationships with our friends our family and our marriages Father we thank you we praise your name in the mighty name of your son Jesus Christ we pray and say amen amen stay blessed and faithful Watching Tenant Meeting Holiness Ministries. To hear more of God's Word, please subscribe to this channel. Don't forget to hit the like button or the notification bell to get all the latest content that is on this channel. Thanks again for coming. And as always, stay blessed and faithful.